Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real-life stories about men. November 7th, John J. In the colonies, John J. was a successful lawyer. Three years after the Declaration of Independence was signed, he served as the President of the Continental Congress, which coordinated the American colony's resistance to Britain during the first years of the Revolutionary War. The young American government sent Jay to Spain in order to get their government to recognize the newborn nation and to fund their war against Great Britain. Jay knew he would need God's wisdom and help, but he never imagined it would be the voyage itself that would put his trust in God on display. On this date, in 1779, Jay survived the storm-damaged ship named Confederacy. Even when we are in danger, we can trust God with our lives. In late October, John and his wife Sarah, with several others, including French diplomat Conrad Girard, boarded the ship Confederacy and set sail for Europe. Despite some choppy seas and seasickness, there was nothing out of the ordinary, but early on the morning of November 7th, 1779, while most of the passengers slept, timber groaned and strained and cracked. Then someone cried out in alarm. Men scurried onto the deck and found the mast broken and multiple sails hanging limp. The whole ship was tossing aimlessly in the wind-whipped sea. Sarah J would later tell her mother, we were without the use of the bowsprit, foremast, mainmast, and mizzenmast. We were in an awkward situation. It seems Mrs. J had a knack for understatement. Finally, after a long and frightening day, the ship was finally brought under control and the weary passengers retired to their beds. But the following morning, they found that the rudder had been damaged. Now, there was serious doubt they would ever reach their destination or escape with their lives. As the crew devised a makeshift rudder, Jay refused to become alarmed. In fact, Jay's wife credited his example to his trust that God was in control of their lives. Jay proceeded to meet with the captain and the French minister to decide their next step. French Minister Gerard wanted to continue to their original destination, but the captain feared it would not be safe to sail on. Instead, he suggested they reroute to the British West Indies, where Jay and Gerard and the other passengers could board a different ship to Europe. As the conflict between the men raged on, Jay stood quiet in the middle, knowing that his trust was in the one who commands the wind and the waves. He reminded himself of the story of Jesus in Mark 4, verses 39 through 41. He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. Then he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you have no faith? They were terrified, and they asked each other, Who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? Jay used his lawyer skills to question the officers about routes and weather 
and if it was prudent to sail a damaged ship across the North Atlantic. After listening to their reasoning, he had them explain all of it again in writing this time. Then he presented his argument for heading to the West Indies instead. But Tirad turned sulky and refused to respond, so Jay yielded to the captain to make the final decision. The Confederacy, it was decided, would head to Martinique. Even though Jay had made a wise and informed decision, he had to endure the displeasure of the French minister for the rest of the journey. The Jay family, however, responded in the opposite spirit to Gerard with kindness and even organized a birthday party for Madame Gerard. Reflecting on John Jay's faith, even when they didn't know the outcome of their dire situation, Sarah Jay would write, it is the property of a diamond to appear most brilliant in the dark. And surely a good man never shines to greater advantage than in the gloomy hour of adversity. In confidence, the thoughtful man will speak up. Challenge yourself. Even when we are in danger, we can trust God with our lives. Thank you for listening to today's story. Every day of the year, our hope is to inspire you with real-life stories of faithful men who have gone before us. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Join us tomorrow for another story at 365christianmen.com.